Welcome to our new podcast, Indie as Fuck, where we have raw and filthy conversations about fashion design, business, and everything they didn't tell us in fashion school. Fashion school, fashion school, fashion school. Everything they didn't tell us. Fashion school, fashion school, fashion school. In Indie as Fuck, fashion school, fashion school, fashion school. Like, comment, and subscribe. Fashion school. Hey, Indies, welcome back to the Indies Fault Podcast, where we have raw and unfiltered conversations about everything they didn't tell us in fashion school. I'm your host, Ashante, and with me are my co-hosts, the Quincy Atterbury and Chantrez Fleming. And today, you guys, we're going to be talking about setting boundaries. But before we get into this episode, make sure you guys like, comment, and subscribe to our podcast. And yeah, let's kind of just go ahead and get into it. So, um, you guys know that we're basically in prom season. I'm really talking to y'all, but we're basically in prom season. And so, um, things have been really busy for us, um, like next level. And so I really didn't have a plan today. Right. But then when I went back to my topics, I was like, damn, we should talk about setting boundaries because I feel like in prom season, there are a lot of things that occur where designers are trying to figure out how do I respond to this? How do I navigate this? How do I control this situation? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, um, I want to talk a little bit about that. And then also, too, what is the importance of those boundaries? Mm-hmm. And why do you need to have them in place? Because I know for me, when I started doing fashion, um, I felt like I had to do everything. I had to answer every question. I mean, every customer's, you know, every customer's request was a yes. Um, I had to deliver in some capacity. And I felt found myself always just getting the short end of the stick pretty much. And I just felt like it was always because I didn't set boundaries, whether it was working with celebrities, whatever that thing is. Like, I feel like there's so many ways or so many things that we kind of struggle to set boundaries with or, you know, on like as designers. Yeah, definitely for me, like we're setting boundaries because coming from prom season, wanting to get all the clients, you know, like basically hustling to get getting the clients to having a sure influx mm-hmm. of clientele coming in um and wanting to always satisfy everybody and having to move into you know transition into having boundaries was very very hard for me um just just the process period like for instance having people book online you know mm-hmm. what I mean? it makes it easier to cut down conversations of having like having to what am I trying to say? I'm sorry. Go into always right going into the DMs and, and yeah, 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 eliminating that back and forth. Yeah. Absolutely, because it's like certain things like we're not gonna have like a conversation, conversation like mm-hmm. that's consulting. You need a book for that. So yeah, yeah I think that's the first yeah. boundary, and I do mm-hmm. think that's the first boundary that everyone struggles with because. We're all just trying to get the client, right? Mm-hmm. So naturally, you're trying to answer as many questions Please, and uh, provide some mm-hmm. type of assurance, right? Yeah. Like that trust. I need them to trust me because I know I'm about to get them a quote, yeah. all those things. But I feel like the flip side to that is obviously burnout, um, being ran the fuck over. Um, <laughs> I could go on and on the list of when you don't say no yeah, and, and, and I, what that looks like. I know one of the boundaries I had to do, like, you know, of not, in the beginning, 
when they ask you, hey, you know, can you send me a picture of what it looks like? But then you send a picture and they're like, oh, you know, why is it like that? Like, you don't understand the design process. You don't know what mm -hmm. you're looking at. So now you have wasting time trying to say, oh, well, it's right. like this. It's going to be like this. No. So yeah. then that brings, basically, that'll, that'll bring my question to what are some of the boundaries that you think that um, designers should have? I do absolutely think that the first one, um, and I did write that too, was updates. I felt like that was a big boundary. Um, it's like a big question mark by it, right? Mm -hmm. Because on the flip side, um, right, you want to limit um, how much you're updating your clients, all that mm -hmm. kind of shit. But in the same sense, what I'm also realizing with the amount of money that people are paying me, the least I can do is give them an update, mm -hmm. right? So I'm actually trying to find the fine line between the two because my struggle is the first, which is if I send you this update now, I have to explain so many things to you that you, I wouldn't have to explain if you just wait for the finished product mm -hmm. of the picture. Right. But because I'm having to do this thing, do you get what I'm saying? And then also sending updates, it interrupts the production flow, y'all. Yes. Oh my God. Like, like for me, if it's a client that's um, in town that will come over for fitting, like you get no pictures. Your pictures are when you come over for your fitting. That's it. Which is yeah. a boundary that I set with them because it's it's important. You know, yes, you letting me know how it's important it is you spending all this money on this garment, but it's equally as important for you to show up for your fittings because yeah. you're not my only client. Yeah. And if you miss this slot, that could mean you forfeit a fitting altogether. Like, you know, that could... You know, so it's really mm -hmm. just important for you to show up for your fitting when it's scheduled. Now, some updates I've been doing this time that has been working for me is like um, some of the girls are like, hey, your fabric just came. So it kind of reassured them like, mm -hmm. okay, I feel, they feel better. Like, oh, yeah, my fabric came. My fabric is there. Mm -hmm. So, you know, little but stuff But that's, like that. that's what I was going to say. Um, so the flip side for us, I feel, would be... What are some ways that people can try to do those updates? Because, again, I was on the flip side of don't ask me for no update, y'all. It is in my contract. That whole nine, right? Mm -hmm. But as I'm evolving and realizing the price of money that people are spending, the least I can do to, or say to them is, hey, your fabric came in. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We're all good to go. Or, mm -hmm. we, you know what I mean? Just give them something. And I realize, feel good. right, know. getting ahead of the curve. Yeah. 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 So it's like, put them at ease. Like, I don't know, one one, what's going on over there? You know, yes. I'm going to get my garment in time. You know, all of that. But it's all, it's all a learning process. You know, as we grow and evolve and, mm -hmm. and, and continue on in our journey as designers, then we just... Everything just changed. We update our terms and right. conditions and it just get better. Yeah, I think it's going to be a consistent thing with updating your terms and conditions. Just yeah. all that stuff because I still feel that every situation is special. Um, some, you know, custom clients, you they have different issues. They want, they have their issues in there for different reasons. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just kind of learning that even though I do have this basic or formal process in place, I still have to change it or switch it or not necessarily deter away from it, but I have to kind of, uh, what do you call it? When you kind of craft it to that person. To yeah. yeah. Like cater to whatever that person's mm -hmm. experience is. Mm -hmm. Another thing for me, um, which is a big boundary um, that I used to have trouble with is like consultations. Mm -hmm. People just arriving on time and actually conducting the consultation time, the amount of time that I say that it is. So mm -hmm. if it's RTW, 
or if it's something standard, it might be a 30-minute consultation. If I say it's 45 or hour, actually sticking to that time, especially if I know I'm not booking. Mm -hmm. I know we're not booking, just all that kind of stuff. So why am I going through the process of finding fabrics, taking mm -hmm. your measurements? Like yesterday, um, so for every process, even though let's say some customers are... Um, Let's say they're doing um, they're doing a consultation. They expect to have their measurements taken and things like that. I actually am now not doing that if you're not making a deposit. Because even though that is what your expectation is in a consultation and you try to deliver, these uh -huh. are what to expect. This is what your $75 is for. It does not make any sense for me to do all those things if you have no plans to move forward. Mm -hmm. And so, like, for me, I felt like I had to make an executive decision yesterday to cut that in half. But I explained to the customer, and she was okay with it, but I said, when you're ready to make a deposit, then we can get back online for X, Y, and Z and think about it. Even though I'm saying I'm probably going to have to get back online with her to do a measurement consultation or whatever... I'm going to make sure I make that price good enough for that. Right. Does that, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So in my head, I'm like, I know I got to jump back on the call with her, all that kind of stuff when she's ready. Make sure you make the price good enough for all those incentives that you want to provide for that customer. So I was just thinking about all that. But yesterday, if I would have took her measurements and did all of that stuff, it just would have been a waste of time because she ended up not making a deposit. Mm -hmm. But she did hit me back up today and said, hey, send me the invoice. But all I was thinking about was all the time that was being wasted because we right. were just talking. Mm -hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Chopping it up. Just all that stuff. And it's like, there has to be a boundary with the chop up with the customers. Because oh, yeah, yeah. they be thinking like, you're their friends. Mm -hmm. I'm not y'all friend. Mm -hmm. We're not friends. My job is to create a dynamic that's comfortable for you. Mm -hmm. That's it. But sometimes I feel that customers don't understand that. And then that's when you get a hey six, uh, a hey sis text or how much you're going to charge me. Like that's a real pet peeve of mine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Don't be a friend of mine and ask me how much you're going to charge me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. And I'm talking about like for the shit that we do, like custom, right. like you making somebody a gown. What my, like, what my price going to be? What my price going to be? <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm talking about y'all make the hair on my neck right, raise because I'm just like, come on y'all. Like, at this point, we we ain't really in that space no more. The mm -hmm. price is going to be the price. But also, too, like, I have to make this price comfortable enough to be able to get back on this call, to be able to keep you updated. Yeah. That, that this is why we talk about charging and the importance of charging your worth mm -hmm. and knowing why you're charging your worth. Because mm -hmm. if I know that all these things are a part of my process, it should be in the bill. Do you get what I'm yeah. saying? And there wouldn't be such heaviness to damn I gotta update because it's more than just, mm -hmm. it's more than just fabric. That's and, it. And you know, and all of those things, jumping on a call, hopping back on Zoom, that's labor. That's labor. That's labor. <laughs> Baby. Time. Yeah, it is. I, I believe that creating boundaries uh or pretty much any boundaries kind of creates your type of clientele. Cause in my mind, when I'm just like, you know how people will hit you up in a DM or even mm -hmm. comment like on a post that you wrote, like, oh, I want mm -hmm. this, like changing that comment or that, that dynamic. Yeah, you know, a client, you know, posting a link to book. If you don't book online, then you're not really serious. I feel like you're not really serious. Right, because if you have the link there, made. you're gonna book it. And I do think those 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 boundaries especially are important to establish, especially when you're building your following on multiple platforms. Mm -hmm. Um, because there are naturally, especially like most of our Instagrams, I know for me, my Instagram started out 
as a business Instagram. So with Instagram, I never really had the problem of converting it too much to business. But my Facebook, oh, it was straight personal. And now it is straight business. But it took a lot to do that. And a lot of the boundaries was... And I'm actually glad you said it because let me tell y'all this, and I ain't about to get off on topic, but y'all know this is Unfilled's podcast, but I feel that, um, let's say for instance, you're on Facebook, right? Mm -hmm. Um, We have to set boundaries as designers. It starts with us, but we can't expect our customers to have those boundaries if we're not setting them. What I'm saying is, how is it when you're doing a sample sale? Hey, Indies, I'm Chantress. Follow us on all social media platforms at Indies Fuck Podcast. Whatever you got going on, now you need to go. Like, what I'm saying is it's an inconsistency for me that I see a lot where it's like, y'all need to go to my website and y'all need to book my link. But as soon as you get broke as fuck, yeah. you're saying, hey, Cash at me, sample sale, $100. And it turns into the type of clientele that you're... That you're attracting. Yeah, that you're attracting. I don't want those type. Because I want the type... They're not even comfortable sending you any money through cash app. They don't feel secure. Yeah. And because if you are charging a decent price... They're gonna like, hold up. I'm not cash app because you know, not just that. Most of my clients are saying, Yo, you accept credit cards, right? Hell yeah, yeah. 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 so in my head, I'm like, Girl, yeah. ca- you can't cash, you ain't cash. I mean, you can't cash up from a credit card. But my point is, <laughs> we're talking about the consistency yeah. of what you're requesting from your clients, yes. what you're wanting, mm-hmm. and you setting your boundaries, but then breaking those boundaries. When things get tough, mm-hmm. when things are happening the way you want them to, or whatever, and then as soon as you get back on, now all of a sudden your website paid for, everything is bad, and it's like, no, it just don't work like that. And for me, it's just that consistency with my clients. I have certain clients, if I've had a consistent rapport of this is how I, I conduct with them, mm-hmm. I just simply conduct that way. Yeah. It doesn't make it unprofessional if I'm not doing anything unprofessional. Do you get what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because at the end of the day they still get an invoice they still go through honeybook mm-hmm. or whatever do you get what i'm saying yeah. so it's like that's what i'm not it's that balance yeah it is balanced and then it's like you say every customer and client is different so for instance i had a consultation um and it was something going on you know i sent an invoice and it was like the money their money was a certain kind of way i don't know mm-hmm. that was like hey well how else can i send this through you can i um Cash up you or can and I bitch, that's you? When I'm like, so cash at me. Then I say, <laughs> okay. then I say, yes, you can. And then what they'll do, what I'll do is I'll go to the invoice and I'll mark it as paid. That's and right. Pick other and put cash out. They pay me cash out, and they still get an invoice and it's and still they get recorded. something saying, hey, yeah. I paid for this. It's recorded. Yes. And so what we're we we basically just sharing with y'all like there's ways around everything, right? Mm-hmm. We're not saying that there's a right or wrong way to do mm-hmm. anything. Because I'm not gonna miss out. Like you exactly. want to sell me, sell me, but I Tell me, you can because people take like, work. I do a lot of, I mean, or custom design, which is which means you have to be personable with your clients mm-hmm. and having that personal relationship. Like, yeah, yeah, you can cash at me, yeah. but on the flip side, like people who don't know me, don't know that my business is ran from out the living room of my house. Exactly. You know send them to book online because they yeah. don't know what's good. You know, they don't have that. And you have the the chance at that point with them to establish what that boundary. I mean, not yeah. even that boundary. 
what the culture yeah. of our business is, is, right? So I we conduct ask this. My clients, like, have you ever had a you know custom fit before, just to see like where their mind is, so I'll know like how to educate them or be ready for questions that they might have, mm-hmm. you know, about the whole situation, mm-hmm. and knowing that if they ask something that's out of, outside of the boundaries, this is your opportunity to, you know, absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. A lot of times, people, a lot of people have not. Re- had anything done custom before Mm -hmm. so they don't know really what the design process may be like what it looks like you know how it is um and then sometimes with us doing custom or being in this this culture sometimes Mm -hmm. you get down to the wire and that garment may get made the day before and that's a a lot of our experiences though because we've discussed it a lot (laughs) um what customers don't know is that and this is how I explain it to them now. And I'm I'm actually happy that I'm getting more comfortable mm-hmm. with sharing what this process really looks like for us. Mm-hmm. So I have to say to them, you understand that if I wait for you to pay your dress, yep. right? Mm-hmm. For the for the whole four months that you want, because yeah. you want to break your payments down. Right. And I want to be, I want to help you out. Mm-hmm. How in the hell can I pay a bill? Mm-hmm. Do right. you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I start, so I I let my customers know, man. We have multiple clients. Mm-hmm. We take on multiple clients. All of my prom clients. If you're coming in last minute, being upfront with them, few things we have issues with. Fabric. It's four weeks before your prom. Mm-hmm. You're aware that it's four weeks before your prom. Mm-hmm. So we might run into a dilemma with fabric, but no, I got a backup plan. I'm talking. About, I got a physical text. I got a backup plan, ma'am. But. We knew this because right. I discussed it with you. Right, mm-hmm. communication. So it's like those are the things that I'm trying to get in front of now mm-hmm. because I'm like, I used to. So what I used to do is I just wanted to secure the deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you'll sit in the, the consultation deal. and you just like, baby, listen. If you want ruffles, you're gonna get ruffles. If you want, if your budget is four fifty, I'm gonna meet you in your budget. Like you're you're doing whatever you gotta do mm-hmm. to That's try a car to salesman. This, like a car salesman. Mm-hmm. But then you realize, oh shit, this isn't really as beneficial for me. No, it's not fair to you. It's right. Not fair for me it's not to fair do that. to you. But I think what I think is beautiful about what we are um talking about starting to learn. Right, because we're still students, um, just in our growth and everything. Mm -hmm. But what we're starting to learn is that there is a price that you pay for growth. There is a price, like, and I really got to say that because that updating the customers, like, when I tell y'all, it's still a hair that raises on the back of my neck. When somebody say, hey, can I get a picture? Can I see what the dress looked like? How the fabric came in? How's it going? And I have to stop myself, Mm -hmm. breathe, and just say, Shantae. You charge for that. Like, literally, because, you know, you 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 remember, like, we, we, we're thinking, uh, we ain't yes. even making the dresses the way we used to make uh-huh. them. No. I charge for that. Uh-huh. Like, so you hey, Indies. If you want to be a part of our sewing community, just join our Facebook group, Indie Fashion Creators with Ashante, by clicking the link below in the description box. 3000 4000 even 850 What I'm starting to process... Um, and don't get me wrong now, setting boundaries, there's nothing wrong. I'm not saying that um, you can be empathetic, right? But I feel that you really have to process, damn, $150 does not, it's not a lot to us because it's our job. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. But for someone else's mm-hmm. dollars, 
it seems like it's a lot of money. I got the hiccups, y'all. Mm-hmm. Sorry. So it's like I'm just starting to see what that looks like and just always sitting mm-hmm. on that end of as much as I don't want to say. And then look, though, the fabric would just be in there, though. And so I even had to tell myself, well, damn, Shantae, the fabric's in the room. It ain't going to take you much to say, hey, your fabric has arrived. Yeah. So just even saying that, because, yeah. girl, I wasn't even saying that since mm-hmm. I was just on some, don't ask me about your dress. And I'm almost like, well, is that like an entitlement thing? You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, no, Shantae, you're not that big or bad that you can't update your clients and let them know what the fuck I going on. I think what it is for me, I feel like not wanting to update them, kind of like I don't want to open the wrong door and let just keep that on. part. You know, like because I cannot keep stopping when I'm doing. We have many clients, and I have to keep. Let me let me send the update. So what I feel like what I can do is like today the um. My applicate came in. Mm-hmm. It was enough for me to take a quick picture. Hey, this just came in. Oh, well, I feel you like know, my thing is, why do you need a picture? I ain't saying you can't ask me. It's like, mm-hmm. what do you need a picture for? Because you already know what your dress going to look like. You know mm-hmm. what your fabric going to look like. You, you know so at this point, why, I feel like you about to come at me some type of way. <laughs> so I know. So what I think is, I agree with that. I don't like to send pictures. So what I found is, it is the way in which you choose to be updated. Mm-hmm. 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 And that part is on me. And so for me, I feel that I'm going to control and navigate this whole entire experience. So if you want to update, you're going to get one. You're going to get a verbal one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hey, and so it's always very professional. Hey, your fabric just came in. We're currently in, you know, uh, process mm-hmm. of doing your pattern. Mm-hmm. Once we're done with your pattern, we're going to production of your dress. I'm talking about it's always very yeah. simple, but I stay within those same lines of production of the pattern to production mm-hmm. of the dress, mm-hmm. that whole thing, because I'm just like, it's not even, it's not even what they're asking is what you're saying to them that sometimes gets them to ask more questions and some customers are going to do what they want to do regardless, mm-hmm. right? But for me, I found that it's what I'm saying in the updates that keeps them from whatever. Because you ever just update in a way where a motherfucker can't ask you nothing else? Yeah. Yeah. I make it uncomfortable for them to say anything else to me. Because at that point, they feel like, Mm -hmm. damn, I'm nagging. But I'm not saying anything disrespectful. Mm -hmm. I'm giving you everything you needed before you ask me. Mm -hmm. But in one goddamn paragraph. Mm -hmm. That's it. Because, see, they want to go back and forth. They want to say... Well, what about this? What about that? So I'm going to tell you about your fabric, your pattern, and where we are with producing it mm-hmm. in one sentence. Mm-hmm. And usually it's follow up by thanks. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I think for them asking questions about updates, I feel like it may come from a place of being in the indie world and, and customers being burned by other designers and they make yes, it hard for us. Man. And it's like, not it's not because... They might not. They might not have. They may trust you with that garment, but it's still a level of kind of like I don't know. You know, they're gonna really come mm-hmm. through. You know, horror stories of you know someone maybe in the process and seeing everything come through, and then the person, the, the designer or whatever, don't come through mm-hmm. with the dress or with mm-hmm. the garment or something is wrong. You know, like that or just like just bad business. I had yeah. this client message me, sending me pictures of her daughter's prom gown. The day the prom was Friday, her she sent me the pictures on Thursday, regretting that she didn't use my services. She was out of town. Mm-hmm. I don't know who or where she ordered this dress from, mm-hmm. but it was just 
ridiculous. It's so crazy. Like, I, it's so bad. Like, I want to read it so we can talk about myself over once I get yeah, it. Yeah, no, no, no. But yeah, but then that's another mm-hmm. thing, too, because then you end up getting a, what I wanted versus, versus what, what I, got. I got. And my thing is, you could have came to me from the beginning. It mm-hmm. broke my heart so much. Like, mm-hmm. to see that, you know, because that girl, girl ain't asked You see that. me rolling my eyes, because guess who don't have no sympathy for their ass? <laughs> You know why? Because you came. And then it'd be killing me because these people are actually book a consultation sometimes too. Mm-hmm. And still go get another dress and then come to me and say, Hey, do you um think you can fix this? I've turned several clients away in the yeah. last couple of weeks telling them I don't do alterations no. to other gowns. Mm-hmm. I can't fix anything because we're sorry on a new trajectory right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We want to do everything custom from scratch. I don't want to do that. So yeah, can, that I, personal. I bought this dress and can you add this? Yeah. No, I can't. This Sorry. is the dress. Can't. Hey, the guy dressed me is ruining her promise Friday. I just want to look at these pictures. Look at this fucking dress. My God. Like who and so where? Okay, some more. Oh my mm. God. What is that? This is something they probably ordered. A company. This is a company. Look at that. <laughs> Oh my! A oh company. my so God! I, told her, I said, "Oh, I hate to see this. I really wish I was there to help." I would say, um, "Was trying." I said, "If you're willing to take a trip to Atlanta tomorrow, I'll be more than glad to help." You know, like, yep. like I know that's the only way that I'll be able to help you because there's nothing else really I can do. Glad to fix that up for Friday. I know how important these proms are for her. she deserves to feel beautiful. Whomever you bought this from, I had to make this are not ready yet. This is an easy fix, but I would need her and the dress. There isn't much you can do. With that, but throw it away. I am sorry. Mm-hmm. Mm. Poor girl. Mm. But along with that, another boundary I'm learning, a lot of people um, ask me for like styling advice along with me making that gown. Mm-hmm. And I had to realize this is another service. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. this is time. People will message me 7 30, 8 o'clock, sometimes like 12 o'clock in the morning. I wake up to a message like, what you think I should wear with this? Like, no, this is unacceptable because, but if you're going to do this, you're going to pay me for it. Yeah. So I've had to have conversations, especially with my guys. They're like, you know, ask for the styling. And you, with you saying this tonight, I'm just going to start adding it into the price because it's a natural thing that I'm seeing people mm-hmm. ask for mm-hmm. styling advice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll, I'll drop an extra 50 in there. Um, I mean, it's just little things that I just really try to factor in. If I know I got to get on another call, mm-hmm. all those things, like when I'm literally factoring in what all those um, it, I consider it like an overhead, basically. Mm-hmm. It's a service. It's a service cost. You know what I mean? As many times as I got to jump on FaceTime and all those things. And don't get me wrong, it is also a part of the deal. And so some, you know, transactions may have a limited, not an unlimited amount of, not assets at all, but more so like I may communicate with them a little bit more than right. other clients. I'm charging for that communication now that's where I'm probably you know that's how I process all my conversations I'm like damn this this probably won't be under this amount because but it's like I'm also trying to make sure I'm getting the clients what they want I'm justifying it on the back end with my customer service like I feel like my bridal communication right now is fire like I'm having a real solid rapport with them Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and it's gonna change as I grow but right now I like you know, the report that we have. And I'm not talking to nobody more than I need to, but they're extremely updated. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And I've never, ever had that type of transaction with them. You know, it, it just kind of carried on like everything else. But mm-hmm. it's like, for me, I'm taking them serious. I feel like they're taking me serious. And so, yeah, I hope like, you know what I'm saying? We get a little better. Get some good reviews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Customer service is very, very important where you treat people. Um, mm-hmm. One of the things I take pride into my business, like before I even got, before I let allowed the money to motivate me, to be honest, um, I took pride in treating people, you know, right. And I felt like that's where my clientele came from. They bought into, you know, the respect that I have for them as people mm-hmm. more so than my craft. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that I'm, you know, making the money and motivated by the money, of course, right, right. <laughs> um, I keep that, you know, staple with me, just continuing to have that, you know, customer service for that client yeah. in all aspects. You make me feel good and confident and feel mm-hmm. secure. Like you want them to leave your consultation feeling better than what they came. Uh, like mm-hmm. it just feels so good, you know, mm-hmm. so happy. Like, I'm going to you know, like you just make it make their day like oh yeah. she just make me feel so good and everything and not you know and, and being confident in who we are as designers and also but not being like snobby and like you know funny acting like no like I'm gonna let my work speak for itself and I'm mm-hmm. gonna uh, carry myself with you know confidence and mm-hmm. still treat you well and treat you right and make mm-hmm. you feel good like make you feel like we're mm-hmm. friends we're not friends but you're gonna feel so comfortable mm-hmm. th- th- i mean we colleagues feel. now and that's what i need y'all just honest to know i love <laughs> a lot of y'all a lot of y'all be in my dms i don't want to have to do this but yes girl we are colleagues honey we all do the same thing that's mm-hmm. about it um, but the ones who I love and have a connection to, you guys know mm-hmm. who you are. Um, we just want y'all to be great, and that's the whole point of the podcast. Uh, but even before we close out this topic, one thing that I do just want to talk about really quickly is just a little bit of self-care. And the reason why is because I think a part of setting boundaries, I think that's a part of self-care. Absolutely. Being saying no. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say self-care is um, or I wouldn't get into the train of you're going to do what you got to do for your business. So the amount of bookings that you decide to take on, all those things, that is your business. I just say as a designer, I am struggling with prioritizing myself and finding time for myself with a growing brand. And so I would just hope that um, you guys are doing something different. Do you get what I'm saying? Because like the nature of the job is... To work a lot. Because what I was telling Shantrez earlier, I said, I'm so damn tired. But the way I feel is there's so many people that still don't know about my brand, all that shit. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not doing the work, who else is going to do it for me? You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So as much as I want to go take a nap or whatever, I just sat with the, it got to get done. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I'm really burned out and I'm really feeling like I need a day off and I'm going to take a day off. But it's like, it's kind of hard to take a full day off. Dog. But it's just like, okay, it, but this is a thing. We can redefine what a day off is. Facts. So a, a day off for us could be more of a more toned down, less busy day, more of a... Or a day off not actually behind the sewing machine, but still, mm-hmm. you know, doing the... Like, Maybe do a little work. administrative and then that's it for the day. Or some content. Go get a drink. Y'all, I feel like I was trying to get a drink all day. Mm-hmm. We need to do that sometimes. We yeah. need to do that sometimes. Like just like just really randomly. Like I want to go to Rusan so bad today, but the day did not go how I wanted to go. Yeah. You know. We gonna do it. And though. so it's like I'm just thinking about self care and this season I'm doing something I've never done, which when I got a uh, membership with a chiropractor, mm-hmm. like for mm-hmm. my body, because my body. Yeah. You know, I don't know if y'all experience this, but sometimes like. For me, when I'm sitting down for a long period of time now, you know, it's like the circulation on my thighs getting cut off, just sitting down so long. Mm-hmm. Now, I notice that my, my 
my feet are starting to swell. I'm like, what's going on? I don't know if it's age. Like, Ooh, child. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, I gotta get up. I gotta walk around, you know. Yeah, yeah. Just just paying attention to my body, what my body needs. That is if true. I am tired, you taught me this. I believe in taking a nap. Oh, bitch, them naps is so serious. Okay, Sometimes, nap. even if it's hard for me to really like nap, nap, just just go lay down for a few seconds, get mm-hmm. my mind right, refresh mm-hmm. my mind, reboot my mind. You and know? y'all had a nap reboot though. Hell yeah! So it's Came two types. It's two types. Yeah. So you can nap and reboot. Or you can nap and just be mad as hell. Yeah. You yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. I definitely take my reboot nap. Sometimes. See, I couldn't really figure out what kind of nap I was going to have today. I was like, damn, I could take a nap and it might put me in a bad headspace. So I was like, no, nah, we ain't going to do it. We're going to stay up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you feel good yeah. you stay up? I do. I do, because mm-hmm. I, I am definitely tired, but yeah. it, it was, I'm good. Well, you're going to sleep good tonight. I am, am, mm-hmm. definitely. Mm-hmm. But anyways, that's pretty much going to wrap up tonight's episode, you guys. We just wanted to talk to you really quickly, um, just honestly about setting boundaries and what that looks like as a designer, um, an independent designer at that. It's very hard out here, but we're asking that, Everybody just pretty much stay the course. Um, remember why your no is a no. And if your yes is a yes. And if it's a hard no, stick to that shit. Um, you know, it's okay to be firm. It's okay to be clear. It's okay to be direct. Um, yeah, you, it doesn't mean anything. You're not offending anybody. Or if you are, they'll get over it. And that's not my best advice. Oh, yeah. But... I'm really being honest. It's the truest advice that you could give anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, what, y- what y'all got? Anything y'all want to leave with them about setting boundaries or anything? If you don't set boundaries, you have some clients who don't know, and then you have some clients who do know the process and will try to get over on you financially, time wise, all the above. Mm-hmm. Been yeah. there, done that, and ain't doing it no more. No more. And just like personal relationships, as well as business, you have to teach people how to treat you. Facts. Mm-hmm. Period. That's it. And so. Um, I definitely said I wasn't saying nothing else, but I would say whatever boundaries you are expecting from your customers or whatever new boundaries you want to set, just make sure you are standing firm and hard on those boundaries and you're delivering on your end so that your customers can respect why you have those boundaries in place. Um, Thank you guys so much for tuning in to tonight's episode. Uh, Stay happy, stay hungry, and stay blessed. Until next time, peace. Peace out. Hey, Indies, did you enjoy the episode? Did you <laughs> did you have a conversation with the fashion gods? Bitch, I want to know. <laughs> I just want to thank y'all for watching. Little honey, little honey, little honey.